0: space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, We're back, your automotive team, and uh, I hope you recognize us. We're doing the uh, coronavirus uh, get-together. We've all got our masks on, and I'm wearing some gloves, and uh, we're being careful. We're taking care. Uh, If you're new to this uh, show, uh, we are a show all about how to avoid being taken advantage of by automobile dealers. And let me tell you, in the coronavirus crisis, uh, this is uh, even more difficult uh, to navigate. I always call a minefield when you go into a car dealership. Given the stress and the pressure on business and the economy and car dealers uh, the danger now of being taken advantage of is probably greater than ever before so I I uh, I'd love to bring you some good news about uh, some positive developments in car dealerships uh, all I can do is point out the facts and uh, we're prepared uh, all of us in this uh, studio at the moment I introduce uh, everybody in my recorded introduction uh, to my right is Rick Kearney and uh, it 's a time like uh, today you 're afraid to go to the doctor you 're afraid to go to the dentist you 're probably afraid to go to your car dealership or many of you are to to have your car serviced or repaired and you might have something wrong with it that you know i i'll give you an example. I broke my tooth about two weeks ago, but i 'm not going to the dentist i 'm going to exist with a broken tooth until I feel good about sitting in a dentist chair and having somebody uh, you know put their hands on my mouth and and uh, so on and so forth. So, I feel the same way about my car. So if you've got a situation with your car, uh, give us a call at 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. And ask for Rick Kearney. Uh, if you have a little noise, you don't know what it is, it's worrying you, and maybe your car uh, had a dead battery, uh, uh, maybe you, uh, you know, there's all sorts of... Scary things are gonna happen. Check engine light comes on. That's among the most common problems. So, give Rick Kearney a call during the show. You can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. At seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. And Stu Stewart, my son, is in the studio with us also, and uh, he is our. Uh, we call him the. What do I call you? I forgot now. The Spymaster spy, General.
1: Uh, spy Master General. The the, uh, the M of our intelligence uh, operations. Yes, yes. <laughs> It's James Bond.
0: And uh, it's, uh, it, uh, the Mystery Shopping Report is the focal point, probably the reason most of you tune in, because it's something you can't find anywhere else. You can get advice all over the web. Uh, you could go uh, YouTube, and you could get all sorts of advice about buying cars and <laughs> repairing cars. But one thing you cannot get is real-life experiences going in to dealerships. I wish we could get our legislators and our regulators, I wish we could get them to just go in and mystery shop on their own. It would be a revolution in new enforcement and new laws to protect you. But no, they don't do it. Uh, they have a, almost like immunity. If you're a senator or a congressman or you're an attorney general in the state and you go into ABC Chevrolet or DEF Honda they're not going to take advantage of you. You're going to get a good price. There's going to be no hidden fees. There's not going to be no dealer-installed accessories. They live in a bubble world. Uh, They think everything's just fine. If they would go in as a mystery shopper and take off their senator-congressman suit or their attorney general suit and go in a mystery shop, uh, there would be a huge change in the way car dealers sell cars. But they don't do it. So we try to, fill in for that, and that's what the Mystery Shopping Report is. Uh, we put the Mystery Shopping Reports in archives. You can access all of them at Earl on Cars. And uh, you can go back years and years. We've been shopping on, uh, car dealerships in Florida for 17 years and every week. So how many shopping reports is that? I lose count. And if anybody doubts the fact that most car dealers take advantage of you, they use bait-and-switch advertising, uh, they use uh, hidden fees. They add uh, accessories to the car that you didn't even know existed. Nitrogen in the tires, pinstripes, uh, uh, some uh, phony protection packages. And this goes on after the advertised price and the quoted price. Uh, Stu was in charge of that, and uh, if there's anybody who knows more about uh, the shenanigans that go on with car dealers, it's Stu Stewart. Uh, if you have any uh, ideas about new and inventive ways to take advantage of customers, Stu's a guy to talk to. And next to Stu is my wife, Nancy. She's also my co-host. We, we got into this business together 17 years ago at a little radio station called Seaview, and we were on for half an hour, and we had no idea how we could possibly talk for half an hour. Half an hour, you know, the sweat was pouring off us, and sometimes nobody would call at all. I was scared for you. Yeah, and and uh, we actually had Jonathan call us uh, to pretend like he was uh, a customer asking, or a you know, caller, and we begged people to call us. We begged, and... Uh,
1: well, I can testify. I remember I, the very first show, yeah. I wasn't on it, and I listened to it at the at the dealership, and I was terrified for both of you because neither one of you have any experience yeah. in radio. Yeah. And I just wanna say something, and Nancy's gonna blush under that giant mask that she's wearing. I thought that you had like some secret life and radio that you never told us about because when i heard you talking i'm like you got a radio voice i was so impressed and and then it went from there
2: yeah thank you so much Uh, i I did have i do have a hidden uh talent from a long time ago and i hope everyone's looking at it right now i colored my own hair and i cut it and boy did i cut it like crazy (laughs) And I think I'm sorry. I'm not sure.
3: It <laughs> <laughs> looks great. It looks
0: well, great to me. Tell, tell the folks out there, Nancy, what, well, I'll, I'll brag on you a little bit. When we started 17 years ago, no women called. We had a bunch of guys. Finally, as we built our audience, which we did, by the way, yeah. you know, Now we, we might have one caller, two callers, three callers. Now we have a huge number of callers. But uh, she's built the female audience uh, amazingly. And uh, she's got one thing that she's done that's really helped. Tell us about that.
2: I will and but first I want to thank Stu from uh, way back then boy I'd be shaking in my boots because we didn't have anyone calling and yeah. there was that air time that felt like as if that it was a lifetime yeah. and I'd be on the phone with Stu I knew he'd answer his phone and I would say help and he was right there <laughs> to add to the show yeah. and encourage people consumers you know listen or whatever back to when i worked g- in the shadows yeah <laughs> anyway ladies uh, i want to thank you all for calling me this past week and uh i i certainly can't remember every single one of you but boy what an outpour and um i just i just want to thank you all so much and uh Thank you for your compliments and uh, this unique way uh, that uh, we we represent you. uh, We uh, respect you. And we think you are just as, as important as uh, the uh, any other consumer that's going to go out there and purchase a car. So uh, our way of thanking you is to uh, offer you $50 for the first two new lady callers. And uh, we welcome your calls if it's just to say hello or if you have a question. Fifty dollars for the first two new lady callers. That number is eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. And you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. And please don't forget that you can go to www.youranonymousfeedback.com Okay. Say what you want. Okay. We'll listen.
0: Okay, Stu, do we have any uh, text or uh, anonymous feedbacks or anything we like do. There? Yeah, We,
2: we do, yeah. Ha- Excuse me, Stu, we do have a caller, so oh, we'll, we'll go. Uh, yeah, we we're prioritize we're to... callers, great. Yeah. we're going to go to Jupiter and uh, talk to Howard. Good morning, Howard.
4: Good morning. I hope you're all safe. Yes, and we're doing great. Right. Okay, great. Uh, this is a follow-up on the last time I called you concerning a, uh, an owner. I live in the Bluffs, and we have a condo. And the owner was installing a uh, charging station, uh, you know, a. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So let me uh, read very fast what the uh, homeowners association said it Said the board has approved request by an owner to install an automobile, automobile electric charging station at the owner's expense. This request is aligned with our community green initiative. Elimination of the use of uh, paper for community notices and meetings was our first program in the area. The approval is contingent on a permit from the Town of Jupiter and Florida Power and Light. The permit process has not started yet but will be kicking off next week. Once all permits and are granted, a registered licensed electrical contractor will install the charging station and the town will confirm it. it was it was installed per town regulations. To date, we have selected a location for the unit and the central location for a central location for all owners Just south of the first gate, Uh, a concrete pad has been installed in the ground properly. Uh, The entire expense of the charging station, permits, insulation, maintenance of the unit will be paid for by the owner who made the request. The charging station itself will be property of the community. The cost of electricity will be paid by whoever is using, I should say that would be whomever is using this charging station as it is a common practice.
3: So well, everybody could
4: use it. Now, my question is, uh, if someone else uses the car, uh, charging station, how will he be billed?
0: Well, I, that's what, well, my question for you, I thought you said that whoever uses it will pay for it, but uh, is there a meter on there that you can measure that so you know? I guess you go up and say, my name's Bill Smith, and I'm plugging in now, and then the meter starts, and then uh, when you fill up or your battery's fully charged, uh, it says nineteen dollars and ten cents. Wouldn't say that much. It's like five dollars and ten cents, and then they'd have to have some sort of a uh, allocation identification system so the right guy pays for it.
4: I think they'll have to uh, they'll have to go to the uh, office and uh, they log in and make sure. You know, I think it could it could be handled from the office.
3: No, yeah,
0: still had
4: and, a point. Uh,
1: well, yeah, a lot of the – there's there's a, I think there's think one main uh, like network of charging stations called ChargePoint, and I assume that there's others, and they use an app. So basically there is a meter on the charging station. Uh, you can find right. the charging station using the app, and then you're billed through your account. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yes. And it's, it's nominal. Obviously, you, most of the time you charge just like a one charge. You don't leave it there you know, so for days. So does it
0: work on all charging stations?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I think they have to be part of the ChargePoint network. No, I'm not oh. sure if the manufacturer of the charger is – Charge point. I think mm-hmm. maybe that's just a service they use to link other uh, oh, charging stations. We very have uh, cool. very about cool. ten of them at the dealership.
0: Very cool. Oh, huh. well, that's great. It says something for the Bluffs. Uh, kudos to the Bluffs for the green initiative there, and uh, hopefully other people. Uh, do, uh, Howard, do you know how much it costs a guy to, to put it in? How much? They're pretty expensive, aren't they? Yeah,
4: very expensive. And uh, he started doing the work. Of, he's an engineer. Oh. So what happened is he, he started digging, um, and I, I caught him digging. I said, "What are you doing?" He,
3: said, oh, well, he
4: says, "Don't worry about it." I spoke to the, I spoke to the board. I'm an engineer, but I, I have to get permits, and and they're going to handle the rest of it, and uh, you don't have to report it. Yeah. So I said, "I believe I believe them, and it, it's true." It's it, it, you know, I'm I'm not a rat, you know, and I'm brought up in Manhattan, so you know. I, I can't rat on people. You know? Yeah,
0: Nancy and I are streaming The Sopranos now, so I love it yeah, when people and say and the I, word rat. And
4: if, <laughs> and if they say to me, you know, you better tell the uh, the office. I say, forget about it. You know, I can't do that. Not in my, not in my DNA. Um, I have a question uh, concerning brakes. Is Rick around?
0: Yeah, he's right here. Look, I'm here. here.
4: Yeah. Okay. Now, to do to, a question about rotors. Um, if the rotor, if you have to mic the rotor to find out if the rotor is good if to, before you do the brake job, is that correct?
5: Yes. Okay. By micing microm- by the motor, it means we use a micrometer to measure the thickness of the rotor in several spots around it to make sure that it doesn't have uh, excessive changes, big run out, or that it's not too thin to be cut.
4: Okay. Now, uh, let me ask you this question. I have a... Um, 2017 car with, uh, it has 30,000 miles on it. Uh, the, the, the brake padding, uh, you know, I checked it out and in, in, in you, and in, you, and you know, in Earl Stewart and it's okay. But, uh, will I be, will there be a noise, uh, like a squeal to tell me that the, uh, uh, the rotors are going bad?
5: Uh, well, there won't be for, if the, if something happens to the rotors, that you'd normally get a, a feeling. Something
4: built in to uh,
5: make a noise. Not not for the rotors. Now, if you mean if when the pads wear down, then yes, because okay. when when the pads get thin enough, there's a little metal, it's a, just a thin piece of metal scraper that will rub against the rotor when you hit the brakes, and it will make kind of a screeching sound. And it doesn't really do anything to hurt the rotor, but what it does is it alerts you that, hey, these pads are really thin, And it's time to get them replaced.
0: I can't believe I didn't know that. They actually, so that's, it's it's a pre, the noise is is designed to happen as a warning. It's a little
5: spring clip that goes on the pads. There's usually one on each pad. And when the pad gets thin enough, that spring clip will come in contact with the rotor. And it will just scrape on that
0: rotor to let you know would it be too expensive or more difficult just to have a alert light on their on your dash? I mean, much more expensive because that yeah.
5: spring clip costs maybe a penny to make, uh-huh. if that. And so, in each time we yeah. simply transfer it over to the next set of pads. I got you. Lexus and some of the other uh, big name brands, they actually have a little sensor built into the pad, oh. and it makes the pads more expensive. And when that sensor rubs on the rotor too much, it wears it down, and then you have to replace that sensor, and they can be sixty, seventy dollars.
0: Interesting. Well, I, how about, did you know that, Howard? Do you know that they had the the metal and the uh, pads was put there by design? I thought that when you had the noise in the brakes, it was just because you're in trouble, and it would you know make me uh, worry, and say, God, I must be down on the, to the bone here, and my brakes aren't safe, but. It's an actually pre-designed warning thing. Did you know that?
4: Yes, I, I did know. That's why I'm, I'm the only guy that didn't know. That. My question, my question <laughs> to you is: uh, uh, Every modern car has that, or just Toyota? I know all Toyota of, has. It.
5: All of them have it. They all have a, a, a spring clip to let you know. It's, a, it's just a little warning.
4: Okay. So when you do a brake job, I'll, I'll make it fast. I don't want to be on too long. When you do a brake job. Uh, uh, and you take the, uh, uh, the pads out, right? And let's say uh, uh, the uh, rotors are okay. You mic them. Uh, do you still have to cut them a little bit uh, you know, at the beginning, or, or can you put, put the same rotors in and put the pads right on?
5: Uh, you can actually just slap on a new set of pads, but really the best thing is to resurface those rotors, give them just a light cut, and the reason is then you've got a perfect fresh surface for those new pads to ride against and they actually do what's called seating in better. It kind of mates the pads to the rotor in a, a better fashion and so your brakes will stay quiet and feel good and you won't get any of that weird chattery feel or an odd feel in the brake pedal when you're stepping on the brakes.
4: Okay, one fast question up I'm through. Ceramic uh, pads, Semi-metallic pads or metallic pads? Which is the best?
5: My preference is ceramic because the semi-metallic and metallic pads, although they'll last longer, they also wear the rotor a lot more. And pads are less expensive. They're like $10 real well. I'm going to say they'll start at around 10 to $15 for a set of pads. They're really inexpensive ones. Metallic get much more expensive. They'll last longer, but... The rotor, which can be over $100 on some cases, can be damaged and worn out a lot faster by that metallic rotor, by the metallic pad. So ceramic pads really are best because I'd rather replace just a set of inexpensive pads, resurface my rotor, and have that rotor last a whole lot longer than to replace
0: everything all at once. I'm getting an education today. So when you go into a service department with a brick issue, you should request ceramic pads. Yep. Well, most,
5: most pads like that we sell from Toyota, the Toyota factory yeah. pads, are all ceramic.
0: Okay, so everybody's recognizing yeah. them. It's, okay, when, you, so it's when
5: you go after market that you'll hear a lot of the places yeah. they yeah. want to sell you the metallic, because then they'll sell you new rotors,
0: too. Gotcha. What do you think, okay, Howard? So
4: in, other, in other words, when when you do a brake job, you leave it up to, the, uh, to Rick, and Rick knows what to do. Okay, that's great.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask All me. Right, Thank you very yeah.
4: much. Yeah, and stay <laughs> safe, everybody.
0: Thanks. You too, Howard. Thank
2: you, Howard. Thanks for being part of the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that phone number, if you didn't jot it down, is 877 960 9960. and uh, you also can go to uh uh, to the uh, text number which is 772-497-6530 uh not only do we have a wonderful mystery shopping report that's coming up but uh, you know we we want to entertain you at the same time as inform you and uh, share some wisdom with you and of course all of this is. Definitely, totally two hours of free advice and information. And uh, if you didn't, uh, speaking uh, earlier of uh, Ceramic, uh, if you didn't take advantage of Earl's uh, latest two columns, uh, please, please do so because uh, they definitely are very informative. And uh, the uh, first c- uh, column that he wrote was uh, for uh, Attorney General Ashley Moody and uh you know enforcing florida laws regarding advertising and uh, honest car prices uh, we've been uh, uh preaching uh for uh gosh i don't know how many years uh the same topic and uh we we have definitely haven't re- received a response
0: i've written letters to bill McCollum years ago he was attorney general he ignored me pam bondy wrote her a letter she ignored me and now i'm giving ashley moody a try Uh, see if she has anything in her heart to defend the victims of car dealers in Florida. All we ask her to do is enforce a law that's already there. But uh, apparently the attorney generals just don't like to enforce it. I'm going
1: to go look for her response on ain'tgonnahappen.com.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: And uh, Earl hasn't given up his mission. Uh, He is definitely driven by the passion uh, for the consumer. And uh, always with them in mind, first and foremost, more or less like uh, Consumer Report, and also the second uh, column that he wrote uh, was uh, you know ab- about this this coronavirus, and, and uh, it's it's right there. It's like the elephant in the room, and uh, it's deadly. And if you didn't catch that column, please read it. Your car's interior can be a coronavirus res- can be coronavirus resistant, as the cabin interiors of billionaire private jets and uh boy is that a great read i i couldn't believe that uh, that, that that this uh <laughs> they have this on burlo pads on tennis shoes uh this barrier that keeps uh, th- uh these places from absorbing that coronavirus and becoming polluted and infected and it is a very interesting uh, column, and it protects surfaces being re-injected after it's applied. So all that and much, much more right here at Earl Stewart on cars. Back okay. to the recovering car dealer. Yeah, let's
0: get back to the text. You know, YouTube's, we got uh, yeah.
1: So, um, the, the first one, do you have somebody on we the phone? Have, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind. I just <laughs> wish I could drink coffee. That's the problem. I got my mask on. And I leave my coffee in the, in the car. Really? Yeah. Whoops.
2: I'm we slow. have a call from Philadelphia. And... Uh, I think that's Philadelphia. That's Mark giving us a call. Hi, Mark.
6: Hey, how you guys doing? Well, nice to thank talk you. To you. Good morning. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I, I've been listening for quite some time, and and I would say that you guys are definitely doing a great service, not just to where you're located in Florida, but I would say across the whole country. So thank you. Thank if it were up to me, I'd blast you. I'd syndicate you all over.
2: Um, oh, thank you. But
6: uh, here's my question. So. I'm on the verge of buying a new 2020 Kia Soul, and I've uh, done my Earl Stewart homework. I've uh, looked in the consumer reports, Mm -hmm. contacted multiple dealers, out-the-door prices, uh, and I think I've negotiated a price that I believe is fair. I feel pretty good about it, right? Mm -hmm. So that was until I did some research the other day on the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration website. Uh-huh. And on that website, I see that there's a nice collection of uh, different responses from owners of the car. I saw 26 complaints about the powertrain of the new 2020 TSOs. Oh. Um, and these are really like problems ranging from, uh, CVT transmissions flipping at highway speeds, RPM shooting up when they shouldn't be, and cases where the whole transmission has to be replaced. Wow. Uh, so I, ha- I have basically two questions. One, maybe more slighted for Rick, is uh, I, I know every transmission is different per manufacturer, but mm-hmm. in your opinion, are CVT transmissions still being proven out right now?
5: Uh, they're re- they're really new. There's only a few cars actually that are running what's the continuously variable transmission. Uh, my impression on them, I think we need more, because unlike a normal transmission, I mean
0: more design and
5: improvement, more, or? more of them, more and of them. Okay. They they obviously the improvements will come, you know, as they work the bugs out of them. But if you only have a few cars out on the road with them, you're not getting enough. Feedback really to, for the engineers. But to if figure you're Mark and you're thinking them. about
0: buying one, you don't want to be part of the test pilot phase. You'd like to. I think you're saying that Mark ought to wait and go with a vehicle that has a, a more of a proven transmission than being part of the testing. Program. Yeah, I'd,
5: I'd be a little nervous if yeah. Kia's got that many complaints about them, though. Yeah. I'd be really nervous about that. But uh, Toyota's had them for a while, though, right? As a matter of fact, our Corolla's been running them for yeah. many years now, and they've. We did have our growing pains, Toyota. We had a few problems with our Corollas.
1: And they're fixed with with software updates, really. It's on timing, yeah.
5: And it all relates to how that system operates. But the the best thing I see about uh, a CVT is that it keeps your engine in a more narrow power band where it produces the most power the most efficiently. And that's the best thing about them versus a normal transmission. Your engine's not revving up and down all over the place. It stays at that narrow power band.
0: Mark, was this uh, uh, endorsed by Consumer Report when you checked the Kia Soul out to 2020? Uh, Did uh, they have any comments about the reliability and mention the transmission? Uh, It sounds to me like they recommended it.
6: Well, you're leading right into my next question, Earl, because when I look at Consumer Reports, The predicted reliability, even with the transmission, the engine, everything is green, Mm. and it looks great. And they recommend the car. Interesting. And that was my next question: was how do I weigh like a reputable source like Consumer Reports versus what I'm seeing there out on the National Highway Traffic Safety website?
0: Well, I would, you know, that's that's a a tough question to answer. I would, I can, I, I would, I would trust Consumer Reports. Uh, but the the thing with Consumer Reports is they have two types of tests. Uh, when a new car comes out, they'll test it. And uh, they'll the Consumer Report people actually do the testing uh, because there's not that many cars on the road. And they'll say the 2020 Kia Soul or whatever it may be, we give it a high rating or a low rating or a medium rating. Now they also have older cars that they test And that's much more reliable because they can test a car that's been on the highway for five years. And then they contact the owners of the car Mm -hmm. and they talk to them as well as testing it. Mm -hmm. So they've they've made big mistakes before on the new car. Uh, One of the the classic ones was a Tesla. I forget which model, model it was, but Tesla passed with, they got a 100 rating, the highest rating consumer reports had ever given. Two years later... Consumer reports remove Tesla as a recommended car at all because you can build a great new car and you can drive it for 90 days and it just seems really fine. And then you drive it for 10 years or five years or three years, you can get all sorts of problems. So my question to you, and I haven't seen the report on the Kia Soul, was this a brand new car, the 2020 Kia, or was this a, uh, an overall endorsement of the Kia Soul since it came out?
6: No, this, 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 this would be the third generation of the Kia Soul, and okay. it's actually, this is the first model year of that redesign.
0: Okay, so there you are. So the so the uh, continuous aerial transmission just occurred in the 2020, and that's the reason that Consumer Reports doesn't have the data, uh, and apparently, so you you did double research with uh, Nissa, and Nissa I think saved you on that one because Consumer Reports has probably gone off. Uh, gig uh, the Kia Soul when they find out about this uh, transmission problem. If they don't work the bugs out, like Stu said, you can uh, fix these problems sometimes just with software changes.
6: Okay, I agree. One last question then. Do you think it is worth my effort and time to maybe call different Kia dealers and call their service departments and say, hey, uh, have you had any problems with the transmission of this car? Do you think they would be honest with that?
0: Well, you know what you could do? You could probably do it better, and I think Rick will agree with me. Uh, there's something called a uh, uh, TD technical uh, service bulletin, the TSB, technical service bulletin. TSB, yes. technical service bulletin. And you can, you can Google that, and you can go online and just put in uh, technical service bulletin, Kia Soul, uh, CVS transmission. And... Uh, sometimes the dealers, uh, first of all, they might not be honest with you. No uh, Kia dealer likes to say bad things about Kias, but more likely they just okay. don't know about it. There's usually a mountain yeah. of technical service bulletins, and whoever you're talking to on the phone might not have seen the bulletin. So you could do it yourself and and you know, get accurate information rather than call the Kia dealer. Yeah,
1: But also it takes a little while, right? They have to have enough cases before the manufacturer will issue that TSB. Right. So if it's pretty new um yeah you know what i could, I, I would imagine cuz you know in most car dealerships there, there's not a whole lot of you know solidarity between the service department and the sales department i you would probably get a, you know a, an honest answer from a service advisor or a technician or you might
0: not yeah. or they might not know yeah. i mean i you you call a service advisor at any dealership uh, chances are he's not well versed on all the technical service goals yeah. cuz there's thousands of them there're uh, more than that i yeah. I couldn't even
5: give you a <laughs> yeah. guess. But he might have gotten. He might how just have
1: some anecdotal yeah. evidence, just yeah. yeah. from customers. You know,
0: you know, they've written there's, up a few of these problems. There's not a day goes by I don't see a technical service board coming on something. So. Well,
5: one other resource that I'd recommend checking out is go online and search for Kia Soul owner forums, and you'd be amazed at how many people are on these forums that you know they they've been driving Kia Souls that have the new ones, the old ones, and. It's incredible how honest and how easily these folks will offer their opinions, especially you put a line in there says, Hey, I'm considering buying this new one. What do you all think? You will get so many opinions. You'll kind of have to weed through them to to find the true gems in there, but it's a great resource.
6: I I love that idea, Rick. And and guess what? I did that too. Transmission problems. Um, And that's, and that led me to call on you guys today because I'm at the point now where I'm about to back out of this only because it just, to me, it seems prevalent. That's all.
0: If so. you're the least concerned on it, I'd back out. Yeah. Now, Mark, i tell you one thing. If all our listeners were as smart and educated as you are and do the research and the homework you've done, we'd be out of business. We'd have to close the show down because uh, – you are, you are doing exactly what uh, doing we what are begging you're people out there to do. And I, I, I'm, I'm so happy that you listen to the show and, and uh, you're a real asset. Uh, you, you are a role model to everybody of the way you got to do your homework before you go out there and plunk down the money for a new car.
6: Hey, I tell everybody that I know that it's in this situation to listen to your show because I learned it from you, sir. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Mark. All right. Stay safe and have a great day
2: okay that was a that was a great comeback whenever you said mark you know really uh he does his homework and uh, he's a good role model uh you know so i'm glad that we have so many uh that are taking advantage of our information that we share with you on saturdays ladies if you missed my announcement earlier fifty dollars for the first two new lady callers and you can uh, give us a call at 877-960-9960 or you can uh, text us at 772-497-6530 but let me be specific you do have to call us to win the $50. Uh, I think that we're going to go back to Stu who has been trying to share <laughs> that's, some that's, texts with that's us. That's okay.
1: <laughs> I'm getting organized. That's what when I don't speak I'm over here organizing. Um <laughs> So the first one we'll go to is a series of texts, and we'll try and get to I mean, a series of questions within one text, text um, and we'll get to them in, in rapid fire style, I think. So here are question number one. Is it a good idea to extend the lease month to month at the same cost than to buy in these uncertain economic times?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Number two, and by the way, most lease companies will go beyond their normal, we found out, uh, beyond 90 days, six months even, on the lease extension. And uh, yeah, that's, that's great. You're, just, you're in the same deal. You're used to it. And it uh, buys you some time. Okay, why does Toyota Financial uh, not reduce residual value even when I provide them trading quotes on KBB and Edmonds? Um, if I decide to drop it off, won't they just be in a loss?
0: Well, I guess uh, the question is why is the – Residual value is so high, do you want to buy the car? And, and why is it not negotiable? Yeah. yeah, they do it to sell the car or to lease the car. Yeah. And uh, it used to be that the residual value was a real number, and now the manufacturers or the leasing companies have turned it into a, a way to lease the car yeah. uh, to uh, lower the lease payment, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah. It just takes away the practicality of the option to buy. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and a nice way to look at it, make you feel a little bit better is... Um, you got that money. So uh, when they establish the lease based on the ALG uh, leasing guide, and then they add money to that, they add a percentage to it. So on a residual enhancement, is what they call that. It's like getting um, a two thousand dollar, three thousand, fifteen hundred dollar in cash
0: incentive that you're getting benefit of. And on, on the my, other hand, let me say this yeah. too, uh, as I flash back into my history in this business, it's a premeditated uh, overstatement of the residual value, and so they calculate that into their profit structure and everything else so they're not they're not getting hurt by that high residual they're doing it as an alternative to a rebate or something now Mm -hmm. years ago before the manufacturers or leasing companies were sophisticated uh... they were not too good at the crystal ball as far as knowing what the residual would be and they used to make some big mistakes and leasing companies used to go broke toyota almost went broke the southeast toyota leasing company late nineties late nineties because they got overly aggressive Jacking up their sigils because you get that instant gratification of leasing a car, but they forgot about the fact in three or four years that car comes back and they got to sell at auction. They were losing literally billions with a B, billions of dollars because they'd overstated, and it was a real crisis for southeast Toyota. Doesn't happen anymore. They're yeah. s- far more sophisticated. And they learned their lesson.
1: And uh, they have a really sophisticated network of uh, reselling these lease returns amongst the dealers. It's yeah. all online, and so they can they sell them all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Uh, one thing that'll make you angry, though, I mean we d- we just defended the practice, but um, when you lease that car, uh, they have a big fat acquisition fee, you know, seven hundred, nine hundred dollars, yeah. and then when you turn it in, you have a disposition fee of three fifty. So they have over a thousand dollars that cushions that blow if they take a loss when they um, no. sell that lease car at auction, so don't it's, feel too bad for them.
0: It's like a leasing company dealer fee, a hidden yeah. fee. Uh, I hate hidden fees, whether it's from the manufacturer or from the dealers. Right. If you got a fee, they should take that and put it in the lease price. Put it, you know. Hey, when you lease a car for $297 a month, that should have everything in there. Yeah. You shouldn't get screwed coming in with a uh, acquisition fee and a disposition fee. And the same thing with the over mileage fee uh it should all be set up and clearly transparently disclosed
1: yeah that's that's definitely part of their whole calculus because the question the the texture is absolutely right will they take a loss in some cases they will take a loss and so they they work that in there to make it a, make it easier for them but oh. it's not good for the consumer
2: great well. information Stu. uh we're going to go to new york uh where lisa has been holding good morning lisa good morning how are you well thank you welcome to the show are you a first time thank caller?
7: You so much. I am a first time caller, yes.
2: You just won yourself $50, Lisa. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank
7: you so much.
2: You're quite welcome. And thank you for joining us in building this platform for ladies here at Earl Stewart on Cars. And if you stay on the line when we're finished talking, uh, you can share your information with uh, Mike, who's in the control room, and I'll get that check out to you
7: okay great thank you so
2: much for that what can what can we do for you this morning
7: so uh, you know i'm here in new york in the epicenter of the pandemic right now and in the time of covid i have serious concerns about traveling on a plane so being a new yorker and never never having had a car before um i am looking for a used car right now and with unsure economic times i can't really afford uh, a new car I'm looking for a reliable used car For long distance travel I would like to make the trip back and forth From New York to Florida Uh, My parents are living in Florida Like a lot of New Yorkers And I was wondering if you could recommend A reliable, safe, uh, used car And how to go about that process
2: You know, that's an interesting question, Lisa And uh, Earl and I were talking about that This morning and about uh, the used car market And uh, where there was Once a shortage uh, There's too many of them Uh, out there now so uh, you've got a lot of uh, options but I'll turn this over to Earl and uh, let him talk to you personally
0: Lisa uh, the used car market now is in even greater turmoil than the new car market you know with this whole impact of coronavirus economic impact has been huge Uh, used car prices to the dealers have plummeted and uh, the value of their inventories has dropped it's starting to come back a little bit now, but uh, there are a lot of dealers that have cars in their inventory that are overpriced uh, because of the bottom dropping out of the economy. Uh, the, uh, it's an opportunity in a way for a buyer, but you have to be very careful. There's a huge amount of lease cars coming in now, rental car companies are dumping cars on the market, and that's one of the reasons that's dropped uh, the wholesale value to the dealers. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, this creates a chaotic situation even though the value of the cars is dropping, some of the dealers are trying to get their money out of the cars uh, meaning they're trying to sell them for more money than they're actually worth. So, buying a used car today you need to be even more careful than you did before the coronavirus. Another thing putting the pressure on the used car business today is the fact that the new cars are so incentivized with the 84 months 0% financing big rebates by the manufacturers that the new cars are competing with used cars. You can actually find a lot of new cars at a lower monthly payment than you'd have to pay on a used car. So that puts more downward pressure on the used car. Uh, If monthly payment is very important to you, uh, you might want to start looking at new cars and some of the legitimate offers by the manufacturers uh, where you can get a lower payment than you would if you, if you had to buy a used car. Stu had a point he wanted to make. Yeah, <clears throat> so it's
1: a um, it's a precarious, but it's an it's a opportune time to get a good deal on a used car. Um, on the reliability question, um, we always use Consumer Reports because they don't just rate uh, new vehicles, they also rate uh, used vehicles. And I pulled up uh, the, the most recent, best used cars, most reliable under under twenty thousand. And I don't know what your budget was, but real quick, are you looking for a small uh, car, or like a or an SUV, or what were you thinking?
7: Yeah, definitely a small car because I'd like to park it in New York City. I live in Manhattan.
1: Okay. Oh, cool. My son's going to be going to school there in the fall. Hopefully, if they <laughs> if they let people back on campus. Yeah. Uh, small cars. The this Honda uh, Consumer Reports currently ranks for small cars the most reliable is the Honda Fit and those are between the 2011 and 2013 and also 2016 and 2019. The Mazda 3 between um, 2011 and 2018 and the Toyota Corolla between 2010 all the way up to 2018. The Prius um, up to 2015 and the Prius C uh, up to 2016. So um, if you have a, a, uh, um, an account with Consumer Reports you can access this yourself. Um, Or since you're sending us your contact information, I'll just uh, save a PDF of this page and we'll email it to you. How's that sound?
2: Oh, that's great. Thank you so much. No problem. Yeah, there's so there's so many ways that you can uh, go about this uh, in uh, researching exactly what you need. And as Stu mentioned about the Consumer Report, uh, in the May edition, uh, 2020, uh, there's some great articles that uh, uh, advise you on the best car picks for, for every driving style. As you mentioned, you'd like to get from New York to Florida. And uh, there's a whole lot of research to do on something like that, I whether
0: Remember what I said earlier. Just be sure that you're very careful on the pricing. You need to get comparative, competitive pricing before you buy because the, the dealers now are these cars that they would have in their inventory. They have uh, too much invested in them, and they're trying to sell out of the cars. Uh, there was also an article in the Trade Journal for Car Dealers Automotive News advising the dealers that have... Uh, too much money in the cars they have in inventory, and they don't want to s- cut the price because they lose money uh, to try to make it up when they finance the car. And so that's what dealers are doing there. They're, they're uh, using uh, deceptive ways to overcharge you with hidden fees and, and a lot of money in the finance office when you finance it. So uh, when you get this list of recommended cars from Stu, and that came from Consumer Reports, Just be sure that you shop and compare prices with two or three dealers before you finally sign on the dotted line.
2: Yeah. Whenever you uh, finally accumulate All that information I hope we're not overwhelming you uh, You can go uh, right to your computer And go to the internet And uh, you can protect yourself uh, From uh, well anything That uh, they may try to take Advantage of you uh, As far as it being a female So they don't know who you are when you go to the Internet and uh, I advise Just to take your time And uh, to research 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 you can't do enough of that and that way uh, you will definitely get what you want okay
0: well thank Great. you Lisa. thank hang you on.
2: so much Martha. I hope you all
0: stay hang, safe. Hang, hang on because Mike's gonna get your contact information so we can get that $50 out to you thank, thank you very much please call back uh, next week or the week after whenever you make your decision we'd love to hear how it went for you and the purchase of your used car thank oh,
2: you okay Lisa thank you very much uh, we have uh, $50 left here for the next new lady caller. Uh, as you heard, Lisa gave us a call from New York, 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Back to Stu.
1: Yeah, we're still on the first text, the multi-part text, but they're such good questions, we're going to keep going through them. And uh, this, is, this is one of Earl's favorite topics, Will gasoline engines be a lot, a lot less valued in the next five years due to Tesla and everyone else with hybrid or complete electric cars?
0: No, not in five years. Uh, combustion engines will, will be around for a time. This whole uh, corona thing with the economic impact has really uh, slowed down everything. Uh, it's inevitable. The combustion engines will be obsolete and the, the value will drop and it will be all electric, but uh, this, this uh, huge, uh, Earthwide crisis that we have that is so mind boggling uh, is going to put everything on hold, and, it, and all the predictions of when all electric and autonomous cars are going to happen, you can push that back probably years as yeah. a result we're
1: getting a little uh, like a, a glimpse of the future right now. I read an yes. article that said um, that renewable energy is um, overtaking coal. As a percentage of like the, the electricity in America right now It has and, overtaken Right, and that's due to uh, just a lot less activity businesses being yeah. closed So yeah. uh, that's kind of it's a little glimpse into We're, the future yeah.
2: We're going to go to Frank who's calling us from Jupiter Farms And uh, we love hearing from Frank uh, He is a regular caller Welcome to the show, Frank
8: Well, good morning, Nancy and Earl and the rest of the gang It's hey. always a pleasure hearing you every Saturday morning just laying in bed and not getting up and having the time to get further enlightened in how to shop for cars. Wow,
2: that's a great point. I like that.
8: I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Thanks, Frank. I know you guys get up early and drive in, but um, yeah. A few weeks ago, you helped me tremendously, as I mentioned last week, with my daughter's purchase of a car out in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. So, of bad. course, her her other brother down here in Port St. Lucie heard about it and said, well, dad, can you help us get a car? (laughs) um, So, yeah, of course I went there. Oh my goodness. I mean, Johnson Honda, that that was a interesting, but luckily from the things that I've learned over the years from your show, I was able to try and punch some holes in it. And and of course, bring it into, Hey, your your internet price should not have the dealer fees added on all these other fees. Oh no. Because, um, you know, it, we're allowed to do that. I said, No, it's against the law. Said, oh no, we put a the asterisk there, our lawyer said that way you can't sue us. Oh, yeah. and, uh, well, this would be a thrill. So then then here's where it's coming in for today. The other son down in Miami, he goes, oh. he You helped you he help Melody get her car. You he helped Tony get his car. What about me? I need a truck now. Oh my goodness. So he goes on the internet and he sees 12000 12 15,000 off the price of a of a new Ford, you know, pickup truck. Yeah. Or 0% financing. But he doesn't think it's or, he thinks it and 0% oh, financing. <laughs> and I said, "No, no, no. Read the little fine print. You got to be a teacher. You got to be a paramedic. You got to be a fireman. You got by the time you do all this, there's no person in Dade County that's going to fit all those things at Sunshine Ford to get that 15,000 off. And uh, so he said, okay, well, I, I'm going to do the 0% financing. Here's a problem. He's 30 years old. He works at Federal Express for a couple years. He no, doesn't have any credit. He has zero credit. Um, they would have given him financing of in the 20s, about 25%, with 15000 down. Oh, my God. I said, okay, this is like... Usury. You know, So I said, okay, maybe I can help out by co-signing. And here's my question to you. If I co-sign, because my credit history is in the 800s, thank goodness, uh, my mom taught me well, um, what's my, I guess, I could be stuck if he doesn't pay the payments, correct? Oh, yeah. Yes. That's on you.
2: I'm talking from experience, Frank.
8: <laughs> well, which son did that to you,
2: daughter. <laughs> daughter? No, I have three daughters, and I've oh. purchased a lot of cars. But just so uh, the one time Frank, I was a co-signer,
0: I'm
2: going <laughs> to knock you off that chair.
0: She's, she gets emotional when she thinks about that, Frank. I never, I never yeah, did that to well, you, Dad. Well, I
8: didn't mean to open up any wounds. <laughs>
2: yeah, like after can, a while, I wore a sign on my forehead: "I do not co-sign <laughs> under any circumstances."
1: Wow, I you know what so, Frank? I I mean this is simplistic, but the first advice is like don't let him shop for cars down in Miami. That is the Wild West down there. Yeah. I mean, for every manufacturer, it's insane. You have him come up visit you, you know, in the driveway because of social distancing, and then um, you know, send him to a Ford dealer up here. We uh, up here is a uh, you know a pretty good dealer, and yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, just get him out of the jungle. That's it's it's bad down there.
0: It is. It's
1: terrible.
8: Oh. I I
0: told him I said
8: for sure. I mean I. So um, I, I told him to come up here because I actually spoke to Molnacs. They're very nice. Yeah. Um, I, I like. I think I sent you a picture a year or two ago, on their bottles, no dealer fees, on their water bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. anyway, they they have a little out. one, but you know we won't hold it
1: against them.
2: I recall. Yeah. I recall that. <clears throat> Excuse me.
8: Yeah. Well, well, like I said, it's um. Here's here's I guess a question because and it's just like your show. He found that out real quick. The the, the used car prices. Don't don't can't compare it to the with the zero financing for oh my goodness, I think it's eighty four months as Ford is doing if you got you know it's just amazing the yeah. payments could be down in the three hundreds versus, you know. But with with no credit. Without no credit I guess he's really stuck though, right?
1: Yeah, they they, they really keep that you know, the, the qualification is
0: uh you know, tier one, you gotta be in that seven forty. No, yeah, the average scoring. person doesn't qualify. Yeah. And that's that's deceptive just in itself. Uh, they say in the fine print. Uh, you must have very good credit yeah. you know, there. What is it says. Was it 720 now? Um,
1: uh, well, they they break it down like even like Toyota Financial um, has like a Tier One Plus, which is 740 and higher. Yeah, uh, I mean Tier One is 720. Yeah. yeah. I think the average credit
0: score is in what the mid 600s. Yeah, yeah, 650 something.
8: Yeah. Well, very good. Like I said, we'll, we'll have them come up. That'll be a nice little car ride and come up on the tri rail and I'll pick them up. There
0: we go. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, you can, you can use it as a mystery shopping on. report for us. As you and your son go in there and just uh, um, make mental notes, and you can call in. We'll have yeah. two mystery shopping reports.
8: There you go. Yeah, we. It, it's fun. I mean, but uh, like I said, you guys are great. Uh, oh, thanks. Well, one other, total different question. Totally different question. Saw something on TV with Bush Wildlife yesterday. And big dog ranch with um, bringing possums and stuff to look at the puppy dogs. <clears throat> uh, it's, to your knowledge, are they still down? I mean, they still have their right, they don't have anything here in Jupiter with big dog ranch, do they?
0: No, uh, they're still located in uh, Loxahatchee Groves, and uh, of course, uh, uh, they're still, I mean, even from that location, they're the one of the biggest uh, adoption centers for dogs anywhere, and the largest by any comparison as far as a no-kill shelter, so they don't Euthanize any dogs out there. They find homes for, you know, like five hundred. You know, I think they two thousand dogs last year.
8: Yeah. So they're well, taking. We're they're taking possums. That. While we're talking, I, I got to compliment you again about when you sell your book that all of your proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch. That's very noble, very considerate, and
0: very kind of you.
2: Well, thank thank you. you
0: thank you very much thank Frank. you for mentioning
2: it Frank and you know as a parent you know your your uh, grown children are very lucky to have you and uh, all of the knowledge that you share uh, you know with them to save them from the heartaches that most of us adults uh, went through. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Earl Stewart on Cars and uh, using us as one of those tools. And also mentioning the Big Dog Ranch because I have to take advantage of the book that I'm holding in my hands. And uh, this book, I'm sure, Frank, you've heard of, and it would be a great gift for uh, both your children. I think you said you had two, and that's Confessions. Of a recovering car dealer, there's so much information in this book uh, that it is going to save you from every corner that you turn that might turn into a disaster. So I hope that you can uh, see the book uh, on Facebook, and as you said, 100% of the proceeds goes to Big Dog Ranch. I'll
8: go ahead and send him a copy of that book, and um, they'll they'll teach him something before he gets. There you go. it's T county that's for sure thank okay. you guys again for everything you do
3: that's right.
8: thanks care.
2: thanks frank we love hearing from you 877 960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 now back to stoop
1: okie dokie um all right rapid fire as as a consumer it's my responsibility to read lease documents but there are fine clauses in them that dealers won't highlight how are we supposed to know know them? Not everything is black and white with documents, I assume.
0: Well, you know, it's a, it's a huge uh, problem with everything. Uh, I blame it on the lawyers. Uh, uh, the lawyers created the whole fantasy of fine print and, and uh, contracts that are un- understandable. I, I, I've signed so many contracts in my life. I've never read uh, a contract. Uh, you. Our society is based on trust. Uh, I, you know, I, you know I, as a car dealer, I have to borrow large sums of money. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I do, I do a lot of uh, contractual dealings, and um, I sign things and I, I, don't read them, and that's the way everybody does it. Uh, uh, the judge will say, when you take the person to court to take advantage of you. Uh, did, you re- did you sign the contract? Yes, Your Honor, I signed the contract. Did you read the contract? And that's when you feel really stupid. But I don't feel stupid because it's impossible to read contracts. And even if you read the contract, you can't understand it because <coughs> it's in legalese. Uh, I, would, I would, wouldn't have had the time Sign. I refinanced the house. Nancy and I uh, uh, refinanced we, we, our house. We read these contracts for you. Yeah. Because, <laughs> sure you uh, did. Beca- be- and, and, and the person from the attorney's office came in. We had our gloves and our mask. And we, she comes in. And she's got a stack of papers this high. And uh, I, I said, here, take them back uh-huh. and go to another office uh-huh. and put little yellow <laughs> markers down where I'm supposed to sign them. And even then, it took us... Twenty minutes, half an hour. Oh, a little longer than that. Hey,
2: we knew we were in trouble when she pulled up at the uh, in front of the dealership, and she was in a U-Haul. And uh, I looked at Earl, Earl looked at me, and I said to him, "Didn't you say that there were a lot of contracts that you have to sign when you purchase a vehicle? I think we're in trouble."
0: So that's the answer. Do we have uh, anything uh,
2: else planned today?
0: uh, Yeah, you can't read, so you have to rely on trust. Is the bottom line. So you need to find a dealer uh, or person within the dealership uh to know uh, can that that will deal honestly with you uh either that or you come up with the price and you take the out-the-door price approach and you know you got the price that's a good one because that's what you give them the check for so that's all I can tell you. Yeah,
1: The system is terrible. Bottom line is the only way you can be 100% secure is to bring an attorney with you, and most people don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I did that one on my first house on a mortgage, and, uh-huh. they, and he went through and he found a whole bunch of little fees and yeah. stuff in there and, took, and had him take them out. But that's just not common practice, nor is yeah. it practical.
2: It's really very overwhelming. 877-960-9960 or text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to Georgia, and we're going to talk to Linda Good morning, Linda. Good morning, guys. How are y'all?
7: Are
0: you are you Sunrise Facebook, Linda?
2: No, I am. Linda, are you a first time (laughs) caller? No, 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 I've called.
7: I got brave calling a second time. I want to know if uh, you've heard anything from Tina.
2: No,
1: we haven't heard anything in the last several weeks. We were talking about that on the last show.
2: Yeah, the last two weeks we've been mentioning Tina, and we thought that if there was anybody out there, uh, she's from Benita Springs, if there was anybody out there that could give us a call uh, and let us know how she is, um, because she has just suddenly disappeared. Ah, scary. Yes.
7: I hope she didn't get that virus.
2: Well, I think with the pandemic, you know, there's a whole lot going on in her life because she did have a business, so uh, that may be it, I'm hoping. Oh, yeah, bless her heart. And my next thing is to to Earl, will you please hide all the scissors on Nancy?
0: Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, Nancy gave me a haircut. Actually, uh, you know. Yeah. I I
2: didn't finish it. she let
7: her cut her own hair.
0: How's, are, you, can you, are you are you streaming where you can see my hair? It didn't look bad.
1: No, it looks good.
2: Yeah, I, di- okay. I didn't finish Earl's haircut. We might get to it today. You know, actually, being at home, we are more busy now than we uh, before the pandemic. Uh, Earl and I were talking about how tired we were, and I said, just let me make a list of everything that we have to do that we didn't do, and also, Linda, take a look at this girl's hair. Me, Nancy. I colored and cut my own hair.
1: I want to see you color Earl's hair.
2: And I wasn't drinking. Uh, I don't drink. Oh, oh, okay. Me. Stu Stu's made a request. He wants me to color Earl's hair, and I've been talking about that for years. Uh, and I could really—it's an empty I could canvas.
1: Re- it's it's white.
0: It could you could do any I wanna, color. I want to no be a, I want to be a blonde. I've well, always wanted to be. Well, no,
2: it wouldn't there be is. anything like that. It would be something Match so subtle, so discreet that nobody would even notice no, it. No. You'd have to look at him for a couple of weeks straight before you notice what I did to him.
5: Match your hair color.
0: Match the shirt. Okay,
2: well we that's get, that's Stu's son's job. We got to get
0: back to business. Hey, <laughs> Linda, Linda, you got any car questions? No,
2: I just love
0: my my Toyotas. Oh, good for you. Well, thank you very much. Linda's a sunrise member. We do a Nancy and I do the sunrise every morning. We do it for years, and uh, we film the sunrise, <laughs> and, we, and we have a sunrise. it. we call it the International Sunrise Club. And Linda is one of our, our most faithful members, and she's out there every morning at sunrise. To watch it with us. And she's,
2: she's one of our faithful followers. She not only uh, watches the sunrise with us, uh, but she is very dedicated to Earl Stewart on cars every Saturday morning, and uh, yes. she she is alive yes, and yes. she makes her point across, and she's part of us.
9: Yep, I love y'all to death. Thank you, Linda. Even
2: even too. <laughs> Stay
0: safe and please call again. We appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Linda, for being part of the show. 877-967-9960. And uh, like Linda, uh, there are a lot of ladies out there who uh, well, I've spoken to who are just a little bit bashful. Uh, but uh, I'm offering you $50. And uh, if you give us a call this morning, you can win yourself $50. And I know you could use it. And the number is 877-960-9960. And you can also take advantage of our www or anonymousfeedback.com. Let's,
0: let's give Rick a little air time here. he have got a YouTube over there. I know that.
5: I've actually got a couple here. Um, the first one is, let me get scrolled back to this. Uh, Guy Larrabee, he says, Wholesale used car prices have dropped by roughly 15%, yet retail prices remain high. What's your take on this, Earl?
0: Um, I alluded to this earlier. The dealers are kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. This coronavirus impact, economic impact was so fast, so sudden that all the dealers, including us at our dealership, uh, got caught with a lot of cars in inventory and suddenly the, the, the bottom dropped out of the market. So what the dealers are doing, a lot of them uh, are not riding the cars down, not lowering the prices because the problem was not price, the problem was people were afraid to go out and buy anything. So they're sitting on the cars that are overvalued. When they were taking them through the auction, uh, the wholesale auction, to try to uh, raise cash because dealers are losing lots of money. We lost over a quarter million dollars in April, and uh, hopefully we won't lose as much in May, uh, but we don't expect to make money. So the dealers are losing a huge amount of money. Uh, You take them to the auction, they can't sell them because they're trying to get uh, more money than they're worth. The money is worth what people will pay for it. And people are not paying much for used cars right now. So we have the lady from New York, Lisa, I think, that's gonna buy a used car. I was very worried about that because she's gonna be walking into the car dealerships trying to buy a vehicle that uh, they have too much money in. In other words, they might have a Honda Fit that they've got uh, $19,000 in that is only worth $15,000 but they're gonna to try to sell it for more than 19,000. So it's it's a difficult time for the car buyer to go into used car lot. Uh, we're coming out of it right now. All I can say is, uh, if you're gonna buy a used car, it was buyer beware before the coronavirus, now it's double buyer beware, because the car dealers are gonna to try to get you in the F&I department to make up for the loss they have in the car. They're gonna to try to, they call it retail out of a car. Yeah. Uh, retail out of a car means the car is worth $3,000 less than it was a month ago. So they're going to have to sell it for more money than it's worth to break even. Right. And they don't want to take it to the auction. If they take the auction, they'll lose $3,000. So they'll charge you an extra $3,000 to retail out of it. And retail out of it, Make money in the f and department, spells, you get screwed either yeah. way.
1: But it does give you a good opportunity. If you go in there knowing, because that used car manager knows yeah. on that Honda Fit that you're looking at, yeah. if you don't buy it and the next guy doesn't buy it, he's going yeah. to fa- have uh, to pay the fitler at some point and take it to the auction and lose a ton.
0: But boy, do you have to be tough. Gotta so you got to be gotta go tough, You can say, I know chose. you're going to lose. You're yeah. going to
1: lose thousands on this car. I'm going to offer you less than 19, but it's a better deal than you're going to get at the auction. Yeah, But you got to be tough.
0: You probably better talk to a used car manager because a used car Salesman's salesman you can't know. make those decisions. Yeah. You're better off to get up high and let them know you or, know what you're talking about. Or a general
1: manager. Or because general manager. you might have a used car manager who is uh, living in a delusion who thinks he's eventually going to sell that car. The yeah. GM is going to be a lot more practical yeah. and say, you know what? This is a better deal for me yeah. and sell the car for less.
5: Rick, you got another one? As a matter of fact, this one fits right in. Uh, YouTube moderator says, Earl. I want to trade my 2012 Camry plus cash for a 2015 Avalon. Would a dealer normally accept a trade-in on a used car or only on a new car?
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, dealers will will accept trade-ins on anything. And uh, uh, actually, we prefer, dealers prefer trade-ins. It's very difficult to get good used cars. And typically, when you go to the auction to buy a car for a used car lot, you pay more for it then when you trade the car in, you don't have the auction fee, you don't have the transportation fee, and oftentimes you can screw the customer a little bit by taking the car back for less of the wholesale value. So, yeah, uh, trade-ins are an important part of the business. The more cars you trade in, uh, the more money you make in your used car department. And one last one here from
5: Comas, who is from Houston. He's asking, did he get a good deal on this? A 2020 Rav4 EXL. He says he got it for 26,000 out the door with 3.95 APR after bargaining and after a rebate. Do you feel he got a good deal on that one?
0: Still, you'll have to. Uh, go yeah, me, you're gonna have to give me yeah, a run, on that. run the numbers on that. Uh, it's uh, it, the information you give us uh, is impossible to give you an exact answer because in different areas of the country, the Toyota's actually have a lower or higher dealer cost. Uh, what what part of the country did, was that from?
5: Houston, uh, Texas. You know, okay, they're in
0: they're in. Uh, uh, was that uh, Gulf what, States? Gulf States. Gulf, Gulf States, States. Yeah, Gulf yeah. States is a private distributorship. They pay a different price for Toyotas from Toyota, and they charge de- uh, the customers more. For example, Southeast Toyota is a distributor we're with in the southeastern United States. Our average car costs us about a thousand dollars more than the dealer in Albuquerque or the dealer in New York. Uh, Gulf states, where this caller is, he pays more, but I'm not sure how much that distributor is. Probably about a thousand dollars more.
1: Well, we know that one of the Toyota dealers in Houston. What kind of Rav4 was it? 2020. What what, what? Uh
5: He says EXL.
1: Uh, probably means an XLE.
5: Okay, and. He says 26000 out the door with 3.95 APR, and he says he got a rebate on it, but also, which he was included in that, and says he bargained for that yeah, one.
1: We need a lot more information, like the MSRP and um, some other. If he wants to submit that as another um, uh, comment, then you can forward that to me. And okay. Look, we can get yeah, back MSRP
0: would be great if he could give yeah. us that. That's all we really need to give you an opinion.
1: Yep. Okay. You all caught up, right? yep that's okay. got
5: us the okay
2: right Le- up here. okay ladies and gentlemen give us a call at 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 um, I have a text and this is from uh, Melissa and uh, Melissa said this is uh, short and sweet I uh, unfortunately was laid off and uh, I went to a dealership in Fort Lauderdale and uh, it was very disappointing. I, was, uh, got, I had my surgical gloves on, I had my mask on, I was all set and, and ready to go and I thought that I might find some empathy um, or even respect as a female, but indeed I didn't and I, uh, I had to walk away and I really need a car. Uh, what should I do? well melissa i'm terribly sorry uh for the ordeal that you went through Uh, besides being unemployment and dealing with the pandemic uh, it was an unfortunate situation Uh, you're not going to find empathy uh, at a car dealership uh, at least most of them Uh, they're not your friends you know and uh, they they are educated in selling cars every single day and i would suggest to you uh, that you start at home Get on the internet, and uh, well, the and fact
0: she, that she doesn't have a job is going to make it difficult. I, you know, she's not going to be able to finance a car if she is unemployed.
2: Well, I think at least uh, in until something positive happens as far as her employment is concerned. And uh, a lot of other uh, things that she needs to take in, into consideration, uh, that she uh, you know take advantage of consumer report. there are a lot of vehicles out there that uh, you can afford and i I'm, I'm I'm coming from a positive side of the room. I'm thinking you'll get called back to work, and you'll already have all the information that you need, not only from consumer report but from Earl on cars and you can go to that website and uh I, I can't i i i don't know if i covered everything but i'll turn it over to earl what do you have to say
0: well you just hit on the the core of uh, of this horrible situation we find ourselves in millions and millions of americans and people around the world without jobs and people without jobs cannot get financed uh, they cannot afford even oftentimes to buy things for cash and so that's when they stop buying and then it, it's it's a self uh, Uh, fulfilling prophecy that more businesses are going down and then more people are out of work and that's where we find ourselves so it's a terrible situation there's no simple solution Uh, sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and uh, and uh, you won't have a car for a while if you have a little bit of money you might consider renting a car Uh, renting uh, rental cars are are having a terrible problem Uh, they're liquidating their inventories Uh, I'm guessing now, but I'm thinking that if you were to rent a car, you could probably find a very good rental price, uh, even though it's more expensive typically than buying or leasing. But you have to find something uh, temporary, is all I can say, and hopefully get that job back. And then with a job, you can... Uh, usually get financing
2: yeah definitely and melissa you know again i spoke about my own experience earlier with purchasing vehicles and uh, being without a a car and uh you know where there's a will there is a way and uh, time is on your side and you may just get called back to work and find yourself with a pretty good deal as far as a car is concerned because you did so many so much research in advance good luck and stay in touch with us 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 We're going to go to John our favorite caller and he's a friend and he's calling us from Palm City. Good morning John Good
9: morning to everyone The good news is the sun just came out Oh good The sun is shining brightly now and this show is about the good, bad and the ugly and my philosophy is when you're good People should know about it. So what I want to mention is where I go with my own car, there are Lexus and Toyota specialists. They're in Stewart on Dixie Highway, and it's called E&M Motors. Dixie yeah. Highway, yeah, that would be in um, or right near A1. It's on uh, Dixie. Mm-hmm. And the owner, Gary Keys, is a master tech, ASE technician. He's got so many degrees in his office when I'm in a waiting room, including in Doco, he specializes in all makes of cars. But as I say, his specialty is Lexus and Toyota. And he's been in business since 1974. And I can't recommend him more highly. Uh, he's got more certificates than my mas- my vascular surgeon in his office, <laughs> unbelievable technical schools. And what he does is he personally analyzes Every automobile that comes in and test drives it afterwards.
0: So, do you have a phone number? Good? Do you have a phone number for yes. Up, John?
9: Yes, seven seven two, two eight three, four six one zero. Again, it's called E and M Motors. Fabulous place, and I'm sure Rick would say something about his degrees as an ASE Master Technician.
0: Well, the hardest thing to find is an honest uh, mechanic independent mechanic Uh, car dealerships typically charge more Uh, they have a lot bigger investment they have a lot higher overhead Uh, and if you can find a mechanic that uh, a a guy like uh, E&M if you come in there with a problem that's beyond his expertise and sometimes uh, with a late model car you don't have the diagnostic equipment he'll refer you to a dealer but if it's something that he can't fix, he knows what he can fix and what he can't fix, he'll charge you a price half of what you'd have to pay at a typical car dealership. And the one question I get more than even where should I buy a car is do I know a good mechanic? Because uh, people are afraid to go into car dealerships for how much it costs in a typical car dealership. So that's golden information, John. I really appreciate it. E&M Motors in Stewart, and it's... Uh, Telephone number, I'll give it out again. Write this number down. 772 283 4610. 283 4610. And you got yourself an honest mechanic that specializes in you say Lexus and Toyotas, right?
9: Yes. Every it? brand of cars, but that's his specialty. Gotcha. And I just want to give you, for instance, I was in there Tuesday with my Lexus, and he checks everything stem to stern. And I said, I think it's due for the uh, uh, cabin filter. Uh So he took a picture, came to me in the waiting room, and said, this is how good it is. You don't need it replaced. It's not dirty enough yet. And then on the second thing, he did a battery test, and he said it tests weak. But he says to me, I'm not going to recommend it, because he said I looked at the label, and it's a Walmart battery, according to the codes. It's still under full warranty. Wow. And bring that battery back to Walmart, and you'll be fully uh, uh, warrantied on it.
0: E-M. So that's
9: unbelievable.
0: That is unbelievable. You really got yourself. Uh, that's a solid gold, totally honest mechanic. That's great.
9: I recommend them highly. Well,
0: thank, thank you, John. You.
2: Okay, John, thanks, well. for cha- thanks for joining us every uh, Saturday morning. We really appreciate your company. Okay, uh, what do we have Uh We got text, we got anonymous
1: feedback, we got, what do you want? Oh, we got it all. What do you want? Okay. All right, we'll do a text. Surprise me. I'm going to jump off the, because technically we've only answered one uh, texter's question, because there's there's nine or seven subsections to that text. Anne-Marie texted us, though, and Anne-Marie has been texting us for years. She says, good morning, I hope everybody is well. I'm a bit of a mother hen, so even though things are opening up a bit, and we feel like puppies who have slipped their leashes. Please remember to wear a mask and social distance. The COVID-19 virus is still out there and is still very dangerous. Earl, your blog mentioned ways to disinfect vehicles and keep them protected for a few months. Could you please share those details to the radio audience? Thank you very much. And that's from Anne-Marie.
0: Uh, yeah, I, uh, I do some um, flying with a outfit, uh, private outfit called Wheels Up. And I got an email from the CEO of Wheels Up about a product they were using uh, that uh, coats the interior of the aircraft uh, with a microbial um, agent, and that's something that will protect over time. and be careful. It's an antimicrobial. Antimicrobial, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it, it's a, a product acts like a ceramic shield on all the surfaces with an aircraft. And NetJets, you know, Warren Buffett is one of my heroes. He owns uh, control of NetJets, Delta Private Aviation. It's used in hospitals and operating rooms all over the world. But it's a a fascinating profit. Uh, Stu, if you can pull up the blog or. There's a company that sells this product, yeah. well, in, uh... I know all about it. Okay, yes, that's true. Then you take over. Yeah. You know better than I do.
1: Well, the uh, so NetJets, they, they brand it. it's called Clear Cabin. They use it for for planes and cabin of an airplane. It's called Preventex, and it's been used for decades. And they um, think about it for a second. Uh, like a, a plane is a metal tube in the sky, and a bunch of people get on it, and they drop food, they breathe, yeah. and it's a it's just a, a potential petri dish. Um, so they've been using this to prevent microbes from growing on the surfaces. Uh, so it's not just viruses, it's, it's bacteria and mildew and fungus and just keeps it a cleaner, more sanitized place. Now viruses don't grow on a surface, but what they do is when they, somebody coughs and it lands on a, a seed or a handle or something like that, it'll, it'll survive there for a while. Eventually it will degrade and break down. Uh, this PreventX accelerates that. And so they've done studies on this um, as recently as earlier this, this year that show that this is really effective on viruses, too. So um, this is what people with, uh, who spend a lot of money, who um, are, uh, do a very good job of protecting themselves trust this product to do this. So um, they were offering it to their clients and, uh, and they all took them up on it. So um, without making this a commercial, we, we started using this on the, our service customer vehicles, our rental vehicles, our new vehicles and used vehicles because any advantage that we could possibly you know help give, that's uh, you want to take it, especially. Yeah, uh, it,
0: well, you disinfect, you still should disinfect your car yeah. or have someone disinfect it for you. But once it's disinfected, when this product, PreventX, is sprayed, in the car and dries, then it can't be reinfected because, if it, let's say you have your car disinfected, you get in the car, somebody gets in the car, and they touch something, they sneeze, they cough, they can reinfect the car an hour after you had it disinfected. With this antimicrobial agent, it protects the car over time, and then you have to have 90 it. 90 days. Yeah, 90 days. You have to have it renewed every 90 days, but it's, a, uh, you once you have it disinfected and then coated with the Preventex you're safe and good to go mm-hmm. in your car for up to 90 days, and then you need to do the process yeah. over again.
1: They use also like uh, the Miami Heat and a whole bunch of other professional and college teams yeah. use this in their locker rooms because another environment where you have a closed environment where um, it could be a dangerous, uh, you know, a potential for growth from from microbes. So it's it's a it's pretty amazing, cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, amazing. And without product. getting into the the science of it, but it's really neat. So like if you looked at this stuff after it dried and cured under an electron microscope you'd see a, like an entire network of tiny little pins like these little sharp things that literally it um the microbes get torn apart on them they can't what's they that can't the, the,
0: yeah. should they google prevent
1: yeah google prevent um, we actually we have i mean on our website um we we well we're not navigating to it well we're going to have a, a informational page it's already set up um, um, but if you want to contact the show, I can send you a, a document that has all the, that w- you know what it does, and then the evidence from the the studies that they were done that shows that it's effective against coronavirus. Yeah. So it's a, uh, you know, it doesn't keep you from getting sick, doesn't cure it. What it does is prevent those those surfaces from being a transmission. Um, spot for you. So. Yeah, just one
2: more way of staying on top of things. And as uh, Stu mentioned, uh, uh, they're using it on so much. It, it is so impressive. It dries in 15 to 30 minutes. It lasts 90 days. But as Earl mentioned about using a disinfectant on the uh, interior or wherever you're using the PreventX, that's the first step. And it's just it's amazing that uh, uh, the Miami Heat, the Washington uh, Redskins, Orlando Magic, I'm I mean i could go on and on and in my very own kitchen brillo so uh
1: dr scholl's feet uh inserts oh yeah that too <laughs> yeah.
2: that too uh-huh and uh, new balance shoes okay ladies and gentlemen um uh, We are almost to the point where we're going to be going to the mystery shopping report. So please get your questions, uh, your comments, and uh, give us some uh, advice. We can always use that at 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget, youranonymousfeedback.com. We have uh, Warren, who is holding from Pompano Beach. Good morning, Warren. It's
10: Warren. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Hey.
2: We're well, thank hey, you for calling.
10: Enjoy enjoy your show. I got a question for Stu. Uh oh Okay. Uh Stu, last week in the mystery shopping report, um, I know you, you talked all about it and the fact that the person went in and the car was twenty five grand and they gave him a discount to twenty but then they built it back up again with all kinds of hidden fees. Mm-hmm. I was just curious, the person who was doing the shopping and I know you don't want to have a confrontation with the salesman or anything what if they what if they just said, "Well, wait a minute, you just sold, had the car for twenty five you told me it's twenty, and now you you built it back up to you know, twenty five yeah that 's ridiculous i mean why didn't i 'm just curious like why didn 't they just like confront the salesperson or the salesman at that point and say you 're just flint playing me and, you, know, yeah. you, you said you told me you need five thousand off, and now you 're giving me the five thousand you 're taking the five thousand back I am just curious oh, why they wouldn 't do that
1: oh, great question, Warren, so we have um experimented with different uh, personas that we ask our mystery shoppers to use. So one of them, and we name them, one of them we call uh, Larry Laydown and that's actually taken from uh, that's an old car business term, uh, it's a degrading term to describe a a customer who um, is unprepared and is uneducated and is a sucker and comes in, he just lays down and and takes what you give him. Uh, Then we had, uh, I think Agent X, he was an old mystery shopper that we had who, who moved out to Kansas and he. He had one he called Brutal Brutus. And you're, you're talking about Brutal Brutus. So uh, Larry Laydown goes, goes in there and takes everything the salesperson says and says, oh, that sounds good to me. Oh, that's a great deal. Uh, but Brutus goes in there and does exactly what you're saying. So we've done shops like that in the past where their mission is to go in there and terrorize the, uh, the salesperson.
0: Yeah, you know, Most people are Larry Laydown, and uh, that's just the yeah. personality. The yeah. average person doesn't like confrontation. a lot, And this is what the car dealers bank on. Uh, their salespeople are trained uh, and it, 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 to take control from the time the prospect comes into the showroom floor. And they're very good at it, and there are schools of it, and, and CDs, and videos, and training, how to take control. And that's what happens. If you're a type of person, and Warren, you sound like a guy that uh, you could Would, not be, wouldn't you, take it, yeah. you, you wouldn't be taken advantage of, uh, you know actually I'm a little bit of a Larry later I mean I, I don't sound that way uh but I just life is too short I I don't like confrontation and if well, I go know I, f- I, yeah. 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 I so I mean most, I I know yeah.
10: Yeah. yeah I agree with you I mean I don't really I wouldn't really like confrontation either if it's a small item or something I gonna Yeah I'm not but we will do, do that I mean
1: about. we'll 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 definitely go back in there and 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 have a different style of shop Yeah um sometimes and, and the reason for that is you get different kinds of information on these investigations. So if you go down as Larry Laydown, we get to see how far they'll go. Um, you know, in other words, what's most likely gonna happen? Now, if you go in there and you challenge them on a, on everything, you say, hey, wait a minute, the ad said this, or you just told me that, um, that doesn't mean you're going to get a better deal. We might pull out some very interesting, you know, lies and some interesting behavior when we do that. So, just stay tuned, Warren. We're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll do another one. Of
10: those. No, I, I just want to know. It, yeah. Basically, to me, it would have been one question or just a statement. Say, so, yeah, know, I paid twenty. It was twenty-five. You're telling you told me the end for twenty, and now you put it on. And now I see the sheet, the worksheet. Yeah. Now you want twenty-five. So it was like, you just dazzled me here with the same, in other words, it was some, some yeah. kind of slim flam or something. And I'm just yeah. curious what the salesman would say. Well, I have a second quick yeah. oh, Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: No, I was going to say sometimes um, we, when we have a good idea of what, what the ruse, you know, what the catch is going to be, uh, if sometimes by challenging them they become a different type of customer and we never get to that point so like a a sales manager might say all right just give them give them the discount don't fight them we we want the deal so if there's a certain um if there's a certain type of information we're looking for we won't do that but you know but we will do that again so And,
2: and, and more into this topic you know i gotta ask everybody is it really a confrontation i don't know uh for me uh we can do this the easy way or the hard way that's my motto and uh, I take it from there. And as far as Larry on, if he's laying on that floor and he has that tool uh, that I invented for the -the out-the-door price, I'll tell you what, he has control. So that's my opinion.
10: I got one one other quick question for you. Uh, When you're buying a brand new car and they put in all the sales tax and everything else, if you said to the new car dealer, uh, I don't want to pay the sales tax, I just want a temporary plate, and I'll pay the sales tax on my own. So they're not charging all these extra fees that are on top. You know, just say, I I'll just give me the price of the car. Can you do that and say put a temporary plate on it and then I'll go register it online or I'll go down a motor vehicle and I'll pay the sales tax. So if you buy a new car, they, you have to charge them the sales tax.
0: They wouldn't let you do that, huh, Warren. It'd be, uh, uh, the dealers are held on responsible for collecting the sales tax and paying it to the state. And they get audited regularly. So, uh, I don't think any dealer, I wouldn't as a dealer, trust a customer. Unless they're registering it out of state. Yeah, in which case then you're documenting it. And uh, But if if the, if the customer says to you, uh, I'll pay my own sales tax and I want the car now, uh, they wouldn't allow you to do it.
10: Okay, I just uh, this was curious. But if yeah. you say it's taking it out of state, then how do you follow up? What if I say I've taken it out of state? And I, and I don't really do that or something. Well,
0: they don't. you, like, you don't get a tag. You get a, a transit tag, which lasts for 30 days. And you're not going to have a tag after 30 days. So uh, we, we give you a, a temp tag that will let you get back to Massachusetts or New York or wherever and get your right. DMV up there to take care of the registration. And then they collect the sales tax.
10: Uh, th- thank you, guys. I appreciate you doing a great job. I enjoy listening to the show.
3: Thanks, and Mark. I just
10: had one more comment. Uh, last week I, I, I talked to Earl, and he said they had all these cars on the docks in Newark, and Port Newark. Yeah. I, didn't, I tried to follow up on it, but I didn't see anything. They just weren't taking any more cars, I guess, from Europe. They were like stacked with them, so I still yes. don't know what they did with them. Because up here you cannot sell cars. They're sort of stacked, and all the dealers are still closed, all the cars on the lots. So I'm curious what it's they did still, with these thousands of cars
0: well, stuck somewhere. in Port Newark. Yeah. We're we're going to monitor that. I'm glad you reminded me, Warren, because uh, uh, that's going to be a chaotic situation when they open up. And, you know, the rest of the country is going to be lower on inventory and trying to catch up. New York is going to have a huge surplus of inventory. I don't know what's going to happen, but whatever it is, it's going to be really interesting.
10: Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Warren. Thank
0: you, Warren.
2: Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be going to the uh, Mystery Shopping Report well, uh, right shortly. Now,
0: we, yeah, shortly, yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh, don't forget that uh, <laughs> that Mystery Shopping Report from last week, uh, what a doozy that was. You want to take advantage of the Shopping Report that's coming up at 9.30, and uh, we're going to go to Stuart to uh, Wallace Nissan. Now back to Stu.
1: Let's jump over to some anonymous feedback. Uh, this came in this morning. So just wanted to say that it's a great time to finally take care of chores, tasks, and projects you've been putting off. This includes repairs to your car. I had mine picked up by my dealer for maintenance, and while it was there, I finally had all those shopping cart dings taken out. Very convenient. Good point. Yeah, if you're not using your car, you might as well let somebody, you know, yeah. <laughs> and take you know, do something with it. Okay. Um, all right, we had a series of um, advice on gloves and masks, and I think we're going to skip it because I think we've beat that yeah. to death. I think... Uh, um, everybody's kind of clear on that. and
0: um, I will say this, and this uh, I'll talk about it later, uh, we are very disturbed by the number of dealerships that are not observing uh, the rules, and they are not wearing masks. They're, our shoppers are having to ask them uh, to wear their masks. Yeah. And I just got to wonder how many times people, we actually have people shaking hands or wanting to shake your hand. It's like some car dealerships, either didn't get the message or got the message and to decided to ignore it, we have found out that the masks are there. They're just not wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. But to, to walk up to a guy today without a mask and stick your hand out and want to take sh- shake hands with somebody, uh, you just got to wonder.
2: Yeah, they've yeah. been living under a rock. Melissa mentioned at the uh, from Fort Lauderdale about her experience uh, about no masks that I forgot to mention. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, the other thing that's it's really important, you're not just, I mean, obviously the main reason for these things, I said we wouldn't go on a mass tangent, but um, as obviously to prevent you know, transmission of the virus, but if a car dealership, and this is the advice that they're getting from all the manufacturers, if you get somebody who tests positive in your dealership, you're closing down the dealership for a couple of days to do a big, ins- big inspection, and also to make a big, sh- to be honest, just make a big show of it so people see that you're taking it seriously. Um, that happened to Daytona Toyota, Al Hendrickson Toyota. Um, they had somebody test positive, and they closed down the store. And like Earl mentioned earlier, the the, the huge amount of monies that, that that car dealers are losing right now, uh, every day is crucial. You're making some. You're making some sales. You're f- servicing some vehicles. Car dealers cannot sh- uh, afford to shut down. So, so for the dealers that we're shopping, we see they're not wearing masks and they're exposing their employees to it. Uh, they got to get serious because they're they're facing a real risk of a shutdown. Even even if it doesn't, um, you know, if, if somebody gets sick at a dealership, it doesn't necessarily mean that the place is infected, but they still got to you know, do it.
0: It's interesting with car dealers because dealerships uh, have were considered an essential business, and essential businesses stay open. Now the the problem is if an essential business stays open, there's going to be a lot of people within that essential business say, I don't want to be out in public. I don't want people coming in uh, to the dealership without masks, because if, custo- if the salespeople aren't wearing masks, a lot of the customers aren't going to be wearing masks. And there are people working in car dealerships today that just don't want to be there. and uh, uh, But they want a job. They have to get paid. And it's uh, it's uh, there's a lot of uh, talk about that right now. Uh, employers requiring people to work. The meat packers were up in arms about this. Mm. And you' you you should not there, sh- there should be a rule that says if someone is generally concerned about his or her welfare and health and they're working at an essential business and the owner of that business says you must go to work or else I'll fire you uh you know I, they won't give you a furlough with pay or they won't give you a furlough to guarantee you're going to get hired back i mean that is a very uncomfortable situation. Uh front page article in the Automotive News, our trade uh, journal that we read, Automotive News, has a story about this very thing where uh, a salesman was fired because he expressed concern about working with the coronavirus. And uh, they fired him, and now there's a lawsuit, so it's a bad situation.
2: Now, can you imagine having to sign something? that you're not going to hold the owners responsible. Yeah, that was
0: part of the lawsuit. That, I mean, an you know.
2: uh, in, in incredible time, an incredible situation.
1: Another uh, thing that came up, I don't, I don't know if you're aware of it, um, Palm Beach Toyota, and we just f- confirmed it this morning, just found out Palm Beach Toyota actually closed down um, for a customer who tested positive, And when they did the contact tracing, um, had indicated that she was at Palm Beach Toyota buying a car. So they closed down on noon at two o'clock on Thursday, but they opened Friday morning. So it wasn't a multi day thing. It yeah. Was, um, basically, about a about a day uh, spanning over two days.
0: Well, that's responsible. They probably did a complete yeah. disinfection. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's good. I didn't. You know, the responsible thing to do.
1: But it brings up another question. Um, you know, and this is something that we that we're struggling with too. Is like, how do you uh, you can you can tell your employees what to do, um, but customers who won't wear a mask or observe social distancing. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: interesting. We've we've uh, talked back and forth on this, and uh, some companies like Costco are requiring all customers uh, to wear a mask. Uh, in our dealership we decided to recommend that, our, that um, all customers wear a mask and then we have a designated area for those who refuse or choose. And we have masks to give them as well. And we have masks, we give masks to anyone that wants but some people don't want to wear a mask so we have a, a we, we isolate them in a different area so they're not exposing kind anybody Kind like of like the smoking room in the Atlanta airport. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. exactly. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's some people that really um, become offended, uh, you know, and you just don't want to turn it into, uh, you know, a, a, a tug and pull and uh, an unfortunate situation. Uh, but we do have to pr- protect ourselves, folks, and you have to protect yourselves so we can all work together.
1: All right. Okay. Are you ready? Well, I mean, we have some more, but I think uh, it's... Uh, if you have anything interesting... Uh, well, oh, yeah. They're all, inter- all interesting. Uh, here's a decent one. I just skipped over. Okay. Earl, what's your opinion on aftermarket rust control treatments in salty snowbelt regions?
0: Rust control? Yes. Yeah, I, I, that's a, a thing of the past. Uh, cars today are uh, treated with anti-corrosion uh, products uh, in extreme conditions. A car is going to rust uh, in uh, rock salt on the roads up north type of thing, on the ocean in, uh, in, in South Florida uh, exposed to the salt there. There's nothing that can survive against the Florida salt there. Uh, I'm uh, Nancy and I are working on our uh, Another generator that rusted out after about 10 years and our fans on the patio rust out So uh, but don't spend the money on the product. It's a money maker for the dealer And it isn't going to improve your chances of your car Surviving the manufacturers are doing as good a job as they can Okay, okay so we get to the Mystery Shopping Report, and then we can come back to the text Let's later. Let's do it. If we have time. Mystery Shop of Wallace, Nissan, in Stewart, Florida. Uh, Bill Wallace, uh, I know, I just in full disclosure, uh, uh, he's uh, a good guy. Uh, he's got a lot of dealerships. And he used to, he sold out his Ford dealership many years ago in Del Delray uh, to Water Nation and uh, made a ton of money, signed a non-compete agreement, and after the non-compete agreement uh, ran out, he spilled, uh, spent a lot of that money and bought up all the dealerships in Stewart. That's a slight exaggeration, but Bill Wallace owns the majority of the car dealerships in Martin County. Uh, we shopped a lot of his dealerships, and we shopped one It was a uh, buy here, pay here, uh, a used car lot that had, I guess it was a perfect shopping report, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, easy own. Easy own. Easy, easy pay. I'm not sure. Easy paying. I don't know. So this is uh, Bill Wallace, Nissan. Last week, we talked about the age of coronavirus being the golden age of deceptive car dealer advertising. A combination of fear and desperation is driving car dealers to engage some of the worst behavior we've ever investigated on this show. Just in the last two weeks, our mystery shoppers were subject to false bait-and-switch advertising, high-pressure, misleading, and aggressive in-store sales tactics. Both of the dealerships we most recently investigated also ventured into some serious, uh, morally questionable practices. Bev Smith twisted a credit union financing incentive for healthcare workers and first responders into a bait and switch in a TV spot online and online. That you can't get any lower than yeah. that. Using the coronavirus issue to lure people in to bait and switch them. Uh, that's the worst we've seen. Napleton Chrysler Jeep, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, combined four or five practically impossible to get rebates, including one, one meant for, I shouldn't laugh at this, one meant for people with physical disabilities to show you that there's just no limit to what people will do. To, to advertise the price, taking the, discounting the price by rebates where you have to be disabled to get the rebate. And the one I just talked about, you have to be a first responder, a fireman or a policeman, or an emergency room worker, uh, to lure people in that can't possibly qualify to bait and switch. Uh, We set out to find another coronavirus-related ad this week, what we found, which you've probably seen all over TV since this pandemic started, lots of 0% interest rate offers, payment deferrals and the like. There was so much to choose from, but we wanted to spice it up some to try something different. Then we found a new car special on Wallace Nissan's website. They were advertising a new 2020 Nissan Century, Sentra for just $99 a month. That's, that's the number, right? I mean, $99. Uh, that works uh, for me. I just, I just don't know who sees a new vehicle advertised for $99 that would believe but they do. I mean, <laughs> history has proven, and over the many years we've done the shops, people will fall for just about anything. I, I just, the P.T. Barnum thing, what a terrible thing. There's a sucker born every minute. And there truly is. And these people are victims, they're taken advantage of. Sometimes I feel like we're preaching to the choir here on Earl Sterling cars, because most of the people are far more educated and careful but ninety-nine dollars a month. This wasn't exactly what we were looking for, but that was an eye-catching low payment for a new car. The twenty-twenty Nissan Sentra has an MSRP of twenty thousand. A ninety-nine dollar payment is just. Uh, Stu wrote phenomenal. I say stupid, but stupid low. People find people find this believable. We to Excuse dig a me for
2: a second. I got to mention this. You know, we're not preaching to the choir. We're preaching to the Attorney General Ashley Moody.
0: Mm. We we're about to dig a little deeper to uncover the catch, probably encoded deep in the fine print when we decided to pause. Very interesting. We decided to let ourselves be surprised. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> What's By Agent Thunder's on-site report. But, you know, Normally, <laughs> we brief the shopper, Agent Thunder, and Everything we know, we know what's going to happen. Agent Thunder knows what's going to happen before it goes in. But we thought it would be kind of interesting to send Agent Thunder in, just ignorant. Yeah, we're not going to tell Agent Thunder what's going to happen, and I think it'll be more natural, more believable. Um, So that's what we said. Go to Wallace Nissan, lease a new 2020 Nissan Sentra for $99 a month. That is your assignment, and just tell us what happens. Here's the report. I as Agent Thunder, arrived at Wallace Nissan in the late afternoon, exited my vehicle and took a few moments to walk around outside trying to attract a salesperson. You don't have to read the next part. Of the I novel. love this. It's, it's funny. <laughs> I'm, I, this is really funny. This is Stu. I asked Josh if I should put that in there. I'm like, did, well, did Josh come up with it? No,
1: I did, but I said uh, is, this, is this too that's weird? Good enough. That's
0: Josh worthy. <laughs> so Stu referred to walking around the outside by Agent Thunder, waiting for the salespeople to pounce. As the mating dance of the mystery shopper. <laughs> I love it. The mating dance of the mystery shopper. I can just <laughs> just <you know, laughs> stroll through the cars, <laughs> all the salespeople tracking the them. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Standing on one foot. <laughs> no one noticed me. I went inside to find someone to help me. I was greeted immediately by a matchless salesman named Tim. Here we go, matchless. I looked around, no one was wearing a protective face covering. No one at Wallace Nissan in Stewart Martin County was wearing a protective face covering. Shocking, unbelievable, and I guarantee you Bill Wallace doesn't know that. No, I've said this before, I believe Bill Wallace to be an honorable person, I believe he's an honest person. You know, there comes a point in time when you have so many dealerships, you just don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I mean, it's like automation they got 200 and some odd dealerships. How do you know what's going on in the trenches? Bill, your guys at Wallace, Nissan, and Stewart aren't wearing face masks.
2: Yeah, and hey, Bill, your guys, they're doing the mating dance without the mask, without the surgical gloves. What's up with that? Agent
0: Thunder's doing the mating, mating dance. Tim began to qualify me, and I told him about the new car special. New 2020 Nissan Sentra. For ninety nine dollars a month, that it brought me in as a Tim as a salesman, uh, he moved to deflate my high hopes right away. Tim said, "I have to be completely honest with you." <laughs> I mean, there's something uh, funny about that. Yeah, we right? talked about this. Ha- no, did, you did don't you have think... to be completely honest. <laughs> if you were completely honest, you wouldn't have lied about that. Right? That's just an expression. So but, do they,
1: but do you think are they instructed by management like, listen, before this? Crap yeah. gets out of control. Yeah. You yeah. better defuse this, or because we've seen it the other way, where they waited an hour
0: into the process before they, you
1: know, they un- probably
0: unveiled. role play it. I'm I'm sure with a rookie anyway. I mean, otherwise a rookie yeah. would fall on the floor and start to cry. When I mean, <laughs> well, that's yeah. right. Just collapse into I, a quivering. He, I mean, <laughs> we didn't we didn't prepare Age of Thunder. If you didn't prepare the salesperson. It would be it could be a physical confrontation.
2: Hey, here's a little history. Did you know back in the old days if uh, you used the word honest and you didn't utilize it, you lost your tongue?
0: No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that was in <laughs> Babylon, wasn't it? Or ancient Samaria. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was in so Sicily. the honesty that Tim came up with was it will take quite a bit of money to get that payment. That sounds like a candy bar, a yeah. bit of money. I asked him why they would even advertise anything like that. Tim implied replied that they have a lot of customers willing to put a lot of money down on leases. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I said I wanted my payment to be manageable and asked him how much money was required to get the payment in the ad. Tim didn't tell me and said he advised me against putting much money down on a lease. Now, you advertise a car for $99 a month that you have to put a lot of money down on the lease. I come in and you tell me, I advise you that you shouldn't put a lot of money down. Like we offered. But that's the only way you're going to get the $99. Now, uh, I I just... There's a word for that in logic and some kind of fallacy. I'm not quite sure.
2: Can uh, you use it on the air?
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He described a scenario in which I... Oh, this is... I, I love this. He described a scenario in which I put down a lot of money, wrecked the car, and being out of a lot of cash, I'd never get back. Well... That is just the biggest cock and bull story of all time. If you have insurance on the car, the leasing company owns the car. They require that you have insurance on the car. The insurance company pays for the repair. And if they do a good repair, which they have to, or you don't accept the car, then it doesn't cost you anything. If you own the car, it costs you something, but it costs the leasing company. The only good thing about leasing a car is if you do wreck the car and get it fixed, it doesn't cost you anything in terms of the, resale. Yeah, resale. So it's not only a stupid lie, but it's a huge lie. Of course, Agent Thunder, <laughs> I said, right. I told him that made sense to me. Makes sense. Duh. Duh, that makes sense to me. Okay. Well, we told Agent Thunder to be... Larry Lee, I guess. Yeah. Maybe we didn't. Tim went on and said the, car, the ad car was the S trim level, and he could get me a better deal on the V trim level. Additionally, there's there were more features available on the V model.
1: You'll like it better.
0: I nodded, um, I nodded along, and Tim suggested we look at the vehicle. But first, he took me to the desk where he took my driver's license, gathered my personal information. Then he left to uh, pull the car to the front of the dealership. He came back to me after approximately five minutes. We headed outside, I asked him if he had a mask he could wear. I had to ask to wear the mask. I mentioned that I I noticed that no one was wearing a mask. I also offered him an extra mask that I had in my car. Tim thanked me and said he had one in his desk drawer. He ran back to get it. I mean...
2: Wouldn't it be interesting if the uh, mystery shopper would have pulled out a thermometer along with a mask?
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We stopped in front of a white 2020 Nissan Century SV, MSRP, 22,040 bucks. It was an addendum, you know, addendum. They all got addendums, folks. I don't know very many dealers. What would you say, 90% have addendums, too? Yeah, I mean, that yeah. For, there was a period of time where we, we didn't see them, but yeah. now they're cut are There's a phony Monroney addendum. They take about 1,000, 2,000. I've seen the world's record addendum was uh, West Palm Beach Kia one time. $10,000 addendum on an MSRP mm. uh, addendum for Kia, West <laughs> Kia. Uh, typically they're about $1,000. Uh, it's to the right of the Monroney label and it's printed and the colors, the fonts, everything. It looks like Monroney. It's a phony Monroney. It added another, in this case here, $1,797 to the MSRP. Walls' list price, and that's where they fool you, was $23,837 and that's after jacking up the real MSRP by yeah. 17 and,
1: and even worse, like part of that, the that, um, the, MSR, the uh, addendum was $999 for Southeast Regional Adjusted Market Value. Yeah. So you're not even getting for it. They're just saying it's, things yeah. are worth more here on the Treasure
0: Coast. Yeah. yeah. And it's not true. Coast cars don't sell for more on the Treasure Coast. Right. And even if they did, you can't change the Monroney label. That's what they're doing. That's a federal law that you have a Monroney label to me. This would make a good class action suit, you attorneys out there. I see advertising all over now. Go after the car dealers that use addendum labels.
1: Come on, Stanger,
0: Isco, and Green. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that just flowed.
3: Yes.
0: Tim walked. Uh, Tim opened all the doors, the hood, the trunk. Butterfly. Uh, it. Led me around the vehicle, talking about the features. Paused periodically, asking me for feedback. That's pretty impressive, right? Or you can see the value in that, right? You know, so you get, the, get the head oh, yeah. going like this if you, if you get the customer saying yes, yes, not in his head and then you hit him with a, a ridiculous price, hopefully his, his head will still be going and he'll agree, that's huh. the stupid logic and that closing technique we drove the car off the lot headed up and down US-1 and return. as we parked him, said something to the effect uh, Agent Thunder it's going to be difficult to get you to $99, he didn't really say Agent Thunder, I do that in there. Blank. Don't want to give Agent Thunder's real name. But if he can't get to you, uh, but if we can't get to you to where you're comfortable and happy, would we have a deal today? Here, Trou- go, here we go to close. I said, let's see the numbers, but yes, we probably would. We sat down at the desk. Tim asked he was going to get the numbers, but first would like to know how much money I would like to put down. I said 2000 to $3,000 tops. He came up with a worksheet that showed at least a few lease options to me. The far right option showed so a payment of $99 a month, 10.00 to the first, and said the ad payment, he said it would take $5,606 down to get that payment. We finally get to it. Over, you know, 5600 bucks to get that $99 that's payment. that's
1: just down, that's not total out of pocket. pocket down, yeah.
0: Down. To get that payment, yeah. And this is a lease, remember. Ouch, I explained, for $1,000 down, my payment would be $235. For $2,000 down, my payment would be $205. The right side of the worksheet showed the cash purchase option. The sale price was $21,680. From that, he took off a 20 I love this, he took off a $2,318 discount and a $675 rebate that Tim said his manager threw in for me. That's
1: nice guy.
0: And then they added a 799 doc dock fee, which is a hidden fee, a.k.a. dealer fee. Inexplicably, this is a new one, the sales tax was calculated incorrectly, grossly incorrectly. It was just three hundred seventy-four dollars. It should have been what? Twice that? Yeah, around thirteen
1: hundred.
0: Uh, it should have been about yeah, thirteen hundred. No, it got four times that. Huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, a call to find out why this happened, and we haven't got a return call. It's got to be stupidity, right? I mean, they couldn't possibly be defrauding Florida
1: no, yeah, by understating. Did, it's got to be a,
0: an error. Uh, Tim asked if he could prep the car for delivery. I am an odd, eventually saying I need to check with my wife. Tim assured me my wife would approve and empathize. <laughs>
1: right. I
0: love that. 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 <laughs> yeah, I know, I know your wife uh, yes. uh, and discounted the car, $2,300 and included the rebate. I thanked him for the great deal. I said I needed to talk to my wife. I stood up, Tim offered me his hand to shake. <laughs> yeah. Again, what? Like, what shell are you guys living under? I mean, two or, th- two or three days after uh, the coronavirus, I actually shook hands. I mean, you shook hands with the mayor of North Palm Beach, and I chastised you for it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then, you know, I'm dense, so it took a while. But here it is, into the heart depth of the coronavirus, I didn't think anybody was shaking hands. Anyway, I'm wrong. Uh, here's the epilogue. Details on the ad. The stuff we didn't read earlier said this: for 36 months, seven thousand fifty due at signing, offer plus tax tag, dealer fee seven ninety nine, and dealer installed options. Uh, That wasn't that wasn't visible on the online, was it?
1: Yeah, that was on that was online, but Uh, I didn't look at it. I I I saw the fine print. In the fine print. After we sent him to go. Yeah. Then I pulled it up and looked at that. So okay. it was about sixteen hundred dollars, or fourteen hundred dollars higher than the down payment that Tim told a- Agent Thunder. Gotcha. Still a lot of, A lot of money.
0: To Obviously, out. because guess uh, what the catch was going to be? Same catch we we'll all be seeing a super low payment, uh, big out of pocket. Selling price was in line with what we found on True Car. Yeah. So the selling price yeah. was actually in line with the True Car price. Uh, That wraps it up. Here we are at the end of another show and end of another mystery shopping report. And this is where we go to the grades, which are difficult. I just like the part on that phony Monroni sticker
5: where it was $600 for nitrogen in the tires and auto butler, which must be some sort of like... Scotch Guard, okay. and, 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 and
0: that was without like, the touch-ups. Yeah, i heard so, of that. Was the $600. auto butler
2: hundred yeah. yeah. dollars? Yeah, senator, the senator's rolling over in his grave.
0: Yeah, You had nitrogen. You had the market adjustment, which was BS, and then you have the auto butler, which is some kind of a of a wax that they theoretically put <laughs> on the car, and then you have to come back and pay to have it reinstalled every year or something like that. Uh, anyway, the thing is, everybody does that. And uh, you hear this, uh, If if every dealer, well, we said 75% have the phony Monroni, but they all have the uh, hidden dealer fees, and uh, we're going to score now. So remember, we score on the curve, so we can't gig somebody for doing what everybody else is doing. Um, Who wants to score first? I'm
1: sorry, we have uh, Linda. She always cracks me up. Uh, She votes a big, fat, dirty deal F. (laughs) Andreas (laughs) <laughs> Andreas <laughs> just popped Thanks, in Thanks Linda and Andreas is paying close attention to the curve uh, Gives him a C And then we have George and
5: Rick um, who texted in Both D's And I've got Mark Ryan with an F Mr. Hand, F for public health D for sales practice A clear and present failure mm-hmm. I yeah. liked it And Wayne Vite with a big F
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: No grades from me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just asking you, asking you to write Attorney General Ashley Moody. Yeah. Send her a letter. Send her a note. Send her a message. Help us.
1: Yeah, we have We have Jonathan Wellington gives him a, a big fat F. I'm, I'm not going to fail him, I think, on the curb. I think the, the, the ad was crappy. Um,
0: uh, D plus. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give him a C. I, I, I think this is just about the average. Uh, if I was going to fail him... No, I'll take that back. Uh, I, you know what I'm going to do? Uh-uh. The, uh, for the handshake and the no mask, uh, I, I'm going to take them down to a D minus. There you go.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, but it's just, a, it's just a sin, uh, literally a sin, what they're doing to uh, not consider human life uh, in your business. And uh, your I think it's terrible. Too.
2: You know what I'd do? Cut us tongue out? I guess you guys are, I'm never, ever going to get a chance to do a mystery shop.
1: You can't with that w- mask on, no one would I- recognize it. I
2: will you. never get a chance to walk into a dealership and do a mystery shop. I know that for sure. we'll, we'll get bail money. Because set aside my for technique you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. took the words out of my mouth. You know,
0: what I said to Ashley <laughs> Moody was, and I'll say it again go to our archive. We have all the mystery shopping reports. We've never been sued, which means that we are telling the truth. Look through some mystery shopping reports and see how many regulations and rules and laws the car dealers of Florida are, are breaking. So, Ashley Moody, I know you're not listening to the show now, but I know there are people listening to the show that are going to tell you about the show. And you did get the word. You know about this.
1: We're, 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 we're advertising that blog up in Tallahassee, so it's all around her.
0: Yeah, right. Earl on cars. Go to the Mr. Shopping archives and read a few. Look in the online ads on your PC smartphone. I see how many laws are being broken. I think we're running out of time.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here. Earl on Cars will be right back next week at 8 a.m. And we so appreciate your company. Have a great weekend. Stay safe.